Welcome to Walking to Wizard's Path, an exploration of the Western occult tradition via meditation. I'm your host, Brad Sung. Episode 10. Spirits, Clay, Blood, and a Hammer. Before we dive to today's episode, I want to announce that we are on Patreon. So if you want to support us, please find us there and sign up. For the initial launch, I'll be putting up three bonus episodes, with additional bonus episodes every month. You can also follow us on Twitter, at Wizard's Path. And as always, thank you for your support. In the 90s, I made wall sculptures. They were assemblages made out of irregular pieces of carved clay that fit together like a puzzle. They had a very strong pre-Columbian vibe. Whenever I made these things, I noticed I would cut my hand and draw blood. I had gone into the habit of bringing a box of band-aids to the studio. One day I was in the studio and had my pieces out, and it dawned on me. There was never a point when I was not bleeding when I was working on these things. I suspected a spirit had taken up residence in them. So I did the only sensible thing one would do in that situation. I took a hammer and with one point in intention, smashed my sculptures to bits. I kept the cool bits. It took me a long time to figure out what to do with these things. I felt they should be dealt with properly, responsibly. At a certain point, I realized saying them to my friends all over the place seemed the most appropriate action to take. I dispersed the remnants to the four quarters via first-class mail. I remember telling this story at a social gathering to a random group of pagans. I was met with expressions of abject horror. I remember thinking to myself, these folks are way too worshipful. Not every spirit that crosses your path is worth your devotion or even your time. Some spirits need to be kindly told to leave in peace, and others, well, others need to get the hammer. On reflection, I think about cultures that have rules against graven images or physical representations in art. I suspect I was inadvertently tapping into an ancient technique that allowed for the creation of a vessel for spirit. In this instance, clay, with my physical blood possibly serving as a sort of catalyst. And I wondered, how many myths involve making life from clay? I will discover in the future that it is not simply physical objects that give spirits a foothold in this world, but that is another story. What are you giving form into your life? Is it something you should be feeding? That is the focus of today's meditation. I hope you gain benefit from this work. I want you to find someplace quiet where you will be left alone for 20 minutes. Do not meditate at your work desk where you watch TV, play video games, or do any other task. Pick a spot that is only used for this practice. And do not meditate while driving. Close your eyes. Make sure your spine is straight. Place your hands on your thighs with your palms up. Take a breath in, then exhale. Bring your awareness to your physical body. Notice any discomfort, tightness, or aches. If there are any, acknowledge them. Place your mind in that spot. Take a breath. 
then exhale. Allow the body to be still. If any thoughts arise, observe them and allow them to pass. If any memories arise, observe them and also allow them to pass. You are in a mansion built at the turn of the century. You notice there's a sign at the entrance that reads, You are being scanned for your protection and for prosperity. As you read this, you realize you are in some sort of security booth. A blue scanning light does a 360-degree scan of you. You pass through the security checkpoint and enter a grand hallway. You approach a wing that is painted with portraits of young aristocracy. These young nobles are dressed up as demigods, historical figures, and captains of industry. There is a curtained room with a sign on it, warning that the subject matter may not be suitable for the very young. This, of course, only whets your appetite. A museum intern sees you and makes a beeline towards you. You are probably wondering, what do I have in common with these young nobles? We have created an initiative using technology to make the past come alive and more relatable. Remember that scan at the door? We used it to make a 3D model of you. We also data mined all publicly available information on you to make a portrait of you as a noble in a semi-mythological setting. The intern leads you to the curtain door. There is a humming blue light which stops as you approach it. You are in an empty black square room. On one side of the room is a silent curtain of blue light being projected from the corners of the room. A life-sized mirror image of you forms out of the blue light. The blue light starts dissipating. The individual vector points start reforming into your semi-mythological self. What do you see? You have entered into an exhibit on the lost city of Pompeii. You enter a large room. The floor is covered with white ash. It is filled with statues that are in various positions. Some are crouched, outstretched, seemingly asleep. Others are contorted in a horrible pantomime. You realize they are the replicas of the citizens of Pompeii in their final moments. You leave this room and enter another. This one thankfully has no citizens but it is filled with volumes of white ash. It's as if you are walking on a dune. There is a museum intern dressed in a cloak who approaches you. Come see a life from long ago. He leads you to an archway to a home. He opens the wooden door and you enter. You step inside and there is no ash. The floors are swept clean. The walls are painted with beautiful frescoes. There is a portrait of a family who lived there. There are vessels filled with wine, olive oil and olives. On the table is a loaf of bread, figs, honey and cheese. There is the gentle sound of birds outside. There is a smaller room. 
was signed, it reads, What got buried in your life, what is now revealed. You enter. There is a mural that depicts an oddly familiar scene. What is that scene? Take a breath in, then exhale. Open your eyes. Write down all that you've experienced. Date it with episode number and title. Write it down, even if you don't understand it. As you spend the rest of the week, I want you to consider what was presented to you. What are you bringing into the world? I hope you receive benefit from this work. And if it speaks to you, I hope you will stick around. Follow us on Twitter, sign up to Patreon, like, rate, and subscribe to the podcast. Leave a thoughtful review. These actions allow others to find a podcast. And as always, thank you for your support.